You're listening to Positively Anti-Inflammatory, the show for people just like you who want to keep inflammation down and your spirits up. I'm your host, Alyssa Abrahamson, functional nutritional therapist and wellness coach. Today and every Wednesday, I'm here to be your coach and your guide as I offer insightful ways for you to lead a positively anti-inflammatory life. Hello and welcome to episode 94. Today we're talking about becoming a self-expert, becoming an expert about yourself. I'm going to discuss what that means, why it matters, and five ways to become a self-expert. How are you today? Um, I'm great. It's fall. I'm super happy. (laughs) Okay, so... Let's just acknowledge that no one knows you better than you know yourself. But sometimes we feel disconnected and we feel out of touch with ourselves. And we might think, oh, you know, my partner knows me better than me or my mom knows me better than me or what have you. But when we feel disconnected and we feel out of touch, what do we do? Maybe we feel confused or unsure of our path or insecure or unsure of our needs. Maybe we turn to others for outside input to make decisions for us, to tell us what to think, what to do, thinking that they know what's best for us. But when we do that, does that actually feel right? Does that feel authentic to you? Does it feel good? Is it helpful? Sometimes, maybe, but deep down, we know in our hearts that we really do know ourselves. Maybe there's just some layers we need to peel away, you know? But for whatever reason, we are getting in our own way, or we're lacking in confidence, or we don't trust ourselves all the time. I believe we want to know ourselves, and that when we strive to become more in tune and in touch with our needs and with ourselves, we expand our self-knowledge and we take charge of our lives in more healthy and productive ways. When you work to become more self-aware, it helps you understand why you do what you do. And then when this, with this self-understanding, you can more easily figure out what the next steps are to take to improve your life. So as I'm like working on this, I just this this example, a couple examples came to mind. I'm gonna share share with you. So one, you know, we're thinking about our health. So let's say you read, you know, Dr. Google or you go to the doctor and they tell you either like, oh, you know, these are your symptoms, not exactly sure, but you know, this is what you should do. Or, you know, you read on Google, this is what you should do. Sometimes the interesting thing is we wonder if that actually feels right for us. Do you know what I'm saying? Like sometimes we question Google <laughs> or even like an actual doctor in front of us and whatever they recommend it, we know that it's not for us. So do you know, you know, if it, if it, 
Do you know if it even doesn't feel right? Do you listen to your intuition or your body? Or do you just do what the doctor says, even if you believe it's not the best answer for you? No one knows what it's like to be you. No one knows what it feels like to be in your body. So there's this, I guess, this opportunity to trust, to get in touch, to become a self-expert. So then there is clarity on how to move forward. So you're an expert on you, but sometimes we do lose that connection. Or it's lost, or we are covering it up or, you know, shielding ourselves from ourselves for whatever reason. So then another example, like let's say you're going through some kind of a hard time and, you know, you speak to a good friend and they're trying to give you advice and, you know, this is what you should do, which, you know, sometimes we're seeking those answers from outside sources because we really are like, ah, I feel out of control. I don't know what to do. Help me. (laughs) But sometimes you just want to be heard. And you don't want anyone to tell you what to do. And you think like, okay, I know what's best for me. And you just want to, to, to share and vent and get it out. And you think, you know, I do know what I need to do, but I'll do it in my own time. So when you're a self-expert, you recognize that you're ultimately in charge of your own thoughts, feelings, actions, And you really have authority over your life. I am dedicated to helping you with this. I am committed to helping you become more self-aware and help you with observing your thoughts and behavior without judgment so that you can get to know yourself better and become a self-expert. When you're a self-expert, you are sure of yourself and your needs. But let's get real. We're not always sure of ourselves. We're not always sure of ourselves on our knees. You know what I mean? Okay. So, again, think about this. Like, we spend our entire lives with ourselves. We listen to our thoughts. Maybe we push down our thoughts. You know, we dream our dreams. We have feelings and emotions. We have sensations in our bodies. You know, whether that is, you know, intuition or, you know, discomfort, whatever that is. So, you know, we we live with ourselves. So it seems obvious and natural that we'd be an expert of ourselves, right? Not always so. Not always so. For example, have you ever thought some of these thoughts? Why in the hell did I do that? I don't understand why I did that. It makes no sense. Or I have no idea what I want. Or I don't understand why I get so angry. I do not understand why I get so angry. I don't know what I should do. I have no clue what's best for me. Why did I say that? Why did I say that? Yeah, we've all thought these thoughts at some point or another. And thoughts like these are examples that we may not be as self-aware or self-connected as we thought. If you don't understand why you do things, or you don't understand why you say things, 
or you are confused about what you want and what you need, I'm glad that you're here because number one, you're human. (laughs) And number two, I'm going to help you figure it out. So in order to feel fulfilled and have a deep sense of well-being, clarity, and purpose, it's critical to get to know what's going on in our mind and recognize that self-awareness is essential to understanding and noticing what you are thinking, feeling, and doing, and this will help you trust yourself more, help you take control of your life, and become a self-expert. Okay, so... I looked up expert in the dictionary. So what what is an expert? An expert is a person who has a comprehensive and authoritative knowledge of a skill uh, uh, wait of or a skill in a particular area. So comprehensive or authoritative knowledge in a particular area or having involving or displaying special skill or knowledge derived from training or experience. That experience is our life experience. So what is a self-expert? A self-expert is someone who takes time to look inside and listen to oneself through through introspection and reflection and conversation. And a self-expert is someone who lives with the intention to enhance and transform and evolve in your own life. When you're a self-expert, you devote time to learning about yourself. You become aware of your thoughts. You notice your feelings. You watch your actions. And you are dedicated and committed to self-improvement. A self-expert is someone who is willing to look at themselves openly and honestly so they can make changes that will improve the quality of their life. Sometimes it's really hard to do that. Sometimes it's really hard to take a look at ourselves. When you're open to being a self-expert, you're open to feedback and constructive criticism. You create intentional experiences and even experiments in developing your authentic self. You're learning to trust yourself because you have the answers already inside of you. But like I said before, often you might feel lost or scattered or feel incomplete. You know, the feeling when you're all over the place, it sucks to feel that. When you feel disconnected and out of touch with your feelings and and you don't understand why you do the things you do, so your decisions might not feel exactly right. You might feel like something is missing. These are signs that you will benefit from working on self-awareness and focusing on becoming a self-expert. So how do you do it? How do you become a self-expert? What are the important principles of cultivating self-expertise? There's really one principle that I think that stands out above all else and that really is foundational for becoming a self-expert. And if we can really strive to work on this and 
you know, intentionally, you know, think of mastering this principle, then you can become a self-expert and reap the rewards of improved health and happiness in the process. And all of this is a practice. So what is that one foundational thing? Well, I've talked about it (laughs) already and throughout the podcast itself. It's self-awareness. And I encourage you to go back and listen to episode 46, Cultivating Self-Awareness. It's a part of this uh, um, self-series that I did. Also, Episode nine, if you haven't listened to episode nine, or if you've been with me since the beginning, episode nine was a long time ago. (laughs) Episode nine is the importance of listening to your body, what that means and how to do it. So self-awareness is so important. With self-awareness, you can break a harmful pattern by gaining, you know, clarity and learning about yourself. And when I say break a harmful pattern, I'm talking about patterns where you are feeling disconnected and you're feeling scattered and you're feeling overwhelmed and you're feeling confused and that it just doesn't feel good. And so, you know, with self-awareness, you can help break that pattern by gaining clarity and learning more about yourself and then using this knowledge to improve and grow in so many ways. So how do you practice self-awareness and, you know, how are we doing it? Well, I'm going to talk about five ways to do it and become your own self-expert. So here are five ways to becoming a self-expert. Number one, get really curious. Get super curious. When you get curious about your thoughts and your behavior, it helps you be an observer of yourself in your life instead of just living on autopilot or living in a reactionary existence you'll begin to notice previously hidden thoughts and behaviors. When you get curious, you can witness yourself and analyze your actions through curiosity. And when you do this, you can find triggers and you get to know your patterns. And then you can work to let go of these thoughts and beliefs and behaviors that no longer serve you. Becoming an objective observer of your thoughts and your actions is what I talk about all the time. And when you continually and intentionally observe yourself without judgment, it gives you valuable self-knowledge that you can use to enhance your life. Be curious, not judgmental. So go back and listen to episode 15, Be Curious, Not Judgmental. It's, oh my God, it's so important. Okay, a second way to become a self-expert is asking really good questions, maybe asking better questions. So this goes along with getting curious because when you're curious and you're not judging yourself, when you're just curious, you're with yourself, you're witnessing yourself, and you're curious, you're more open to exploration and asking questions. So if you find yourself saying, you know, ask yourself, why me? Or why do shitty things always happen to me? Or what the hell is wrong with me? That's a victim mindset. And that mentality truly is not helpful. 
And unfortunately, I know that we can get suck in, sucked into it. We all, you know, it's it's common. To, it's happened to me many, many times. Don't get me wrong. So, but if, you know, this this victim mindset and mentality just isn't helpful. And if if your outcome, <laughs> I know it's not, but if your outcome is to feel worse, sometimes we do like to stew in that, you know, but if your outcome is like, you just want to feel shittier, then yeah, keep asking yourself, why do shitty things happen to me? It's like you're perpetuating that shittiness. And that sucks. It does not feel good. It does not feel good. Maybe in the moment to stew in it, you're just like, er, er, er. But ultimately, we got to get out of that. So what's a better question? Like, what's a better question that you could ask yourself? How about, what else could this mean? Or what is it about this situation that really bothers me? Or what is it about this person that triggers me or annoys me so much? What lesson can I learn from this experience? What is my takeaway? How can I grow? How is this going to benefit me in the long run? Is there a way that, you know, is there a takeaway from what I'm learning that I can help myself and that I can also help others? So it's really reframing and asking yourself really intentional questions that can get you out of this, why me, what's wrong with me? Because that doesn't, that just keeps you, you know, pushes you down instead of helping you grow and feeling expansive. If we're becoming a self-expert, you want to get curious and ask questions. Show yourself compassion and like get to know yourself. A third way to become a self-expert is write in a journal, okay? So one of my favorite writing exercises that I do for myself and that I recommend every week with my clients is to do a thought download or a brain dump, a brain dump on a specific thought that they shared with me or a situation or even a memory. When you write things down and you just get it all out, it is so healing and helpful. It helps you get it out of your head. It helps you see things more clearly. It helps you release emotions that might be bottled up. You're able to, when you know, when you journal, you're really able to get to know yourself better because you're putting your thoughts on a, onto paper and you're getting everything out of your mind. It really, you know, it's it's this opportunity to be even more to practice the self-awareness and reflection and witness yourself on paper because it's so interesting and it's just so, I feel like crying. It's so interesting when you're just in your head and you just get that shit out on paper. It's like, okay, I can see it on paper and, oh, wow, that's painful or, oh, wow, it actually isn't true. Or, oh, wow, I can see it from a different perspective now. It can be so freeing. It can be so healing. And it cultivates self-awareness. And I just feel like 
also just adding, I feel like it can just help generate more compassion and love for yourself. And a fourth way to become a self-expert is (laughs) do nothing. Do nothing. Yes, do nothing. So I feel like I do nothing all the time. Um, (laughs) But choose a designated time to turn off your damn phone. Go on a walk. Don't leave your phone at home, or if you need to bring it with you, turn that mofo off. You know, do nothing. Do some stretching, you know, or sit in complete silence. Lay on the couch with no distractions. Eat your meals without Netflix or without your phone. Or just do nothing. And allow your mind to drift off to daydream, to get bored, to do nothing. I find it hard. You know, I do that. I feel like I do it all the time, but I also find it hard. For example, what's coming to mind right now is there's this, I know I've talked about this on the podcast before, but there's this one particular um, park that I like to walk to in Brooklyn that overlooks lower Manhattan. And I've mentioned this before and I talk about it often because I used to go there a lot in 2020 and then I have PTSD going back because it just remind me it reminds me of such isolation and loneliness from that time. But I've gone back a few times this year and really reclaiming it. But it's so beautiful just to sit there in the grass and you know people are having picnics or you know there's like whatever people are walking around and there's activity and often I just like I want to take a picture and I want to like you know just be like oh yay I'm in the grass you know but it's I also love and it's an and it's an intentional thing for me just Alyssa just turn off your damn phone and just be here and just be in the grass in this like tiny little city <laughs> city park overlooking Manhattan. It's also so lovely to go in there in the evening at dusk and, and do nothing and just be with the sounds of nature meeting the city and of urban life in this little patch of grass and just do nothing So whatever do nothing means to you, take some time to do nothing and let your mind think and wander and and just allow yourself to be. That is such a a beautiful way to get in touch with ourselves. And a fifth way to become a self-expert is having healthy and safe conversations. And when I say safe, I mean with someone who you trust. So talk to trusted people about your thoughts, feelings, your decisions, your concerns, your experiences. Sometimes 
we close ourselves off and we try and figure things out on our own. And sometimes we actually really do need to do that. You know when it's when it's important. You know, you know, I'm telling you right now, you know what's in, when it's important for you to do that. And you also know when it's important for you to communicate, even if it's hard. I think that, you know, finding a self-awareness buddy <laughs> that can be a mirror, you know, show you things from a different perspective and give, give you feedback and that constructive criticism and help you, you know, figure things out is super helpful and so healing on, on your path in life and becoming a self-expert. You know, that person could also be a therapist, a person could be me. I absolutely love doing this. And I feel really confident in my skills in doing it. I love helping you. I love helping my clients become more self-aware and get in touch with their thoughts and their behavior and their needs. Because ultimately, when you do, things start falling into place. Clarity and connection, self-connection just really start bubbling up and arising and you begin to feel better and healthier in your body and in your mind. So those are the five ways to becoming a self-expert. And, you know, if this is something you're interested in working on with me, let's definitely talk. I would love to help you. I would love to work with you. You can send me an email at info at wellnessheadquarters.com. You can also visit my website at thewellnessheadquarters.com and you can, you can connect with me there. I'd love to help you on your journey to becoming a self-expert, cultivating self-awareness, living a positively anti-inflammatory life. So there you have it. We are becoming a self-expert together. We're on this journey together. Thank you so much for joining me today and tuning in. I hope that you found this episode insightful and supportive as you navigate your life. And until next week, say something nice to yourself. Slow down when you eat and say yes to rest. Hey, if what you're hearing resonates with you, I created a free resource just for you, Anti-Inflammatory Living, The Essential Guide. To get your free copy, head over to guide.thewellnessheadquarters.com. That's guide.thewellnessheadquarters.com to receive your free Anti-Inflammatory Living, The Essential Guide.